Hello, this is David Oram, coming to you this week from Pattaya in Thailand and taking you around the world of cricket. New Zealand won the Chapel Hadley ODI series versus Australia 2-0, winning the third and final match by 24 runs after the second game was washed out without a ball bowled. Ross Taylor hit 107 and then Trent Bolt took a sensational 6 for 33 to bowl the Aussies out and secure a victory. New Zealand have now won eight ODI home series in a row, matching the figure set by West Indies between 1981 and 1990, and bettered only by the phenomenal 17 home series won by South Africa from 2002 to 2009. New Zealand are now third in the ICC ODI rankings table. Australia, despite the defeat, remain top, but they'll lose that position if South Africa whitewash Sri Lanka in their current five-match series. The Proteas were 3-0 up going into today's fourth game after a trio of easy wins. Faf du Plessis and David Miller both hit hundreds in the second match last Wednesday and Saturday's third game was won by seven wickets with 18 overs to spare. Elsewhere, India won the decisive 2020 international with England for a 2-1 series win, thrashing the tourists by 75 runs. Leg spinner Yuzvendra Chahal took a match-winning 6 for 25 as the visitors collapsed dramatically from 119 for 2 to 127 all-out, losing 8 wickets for 8 runs in 3 overs. India now face Bangladesh in a one-off test match, beginning Thursday, and they've been boosted by the news that captain Virat Kohli will feature on the cover of the 2017 Wisdom Cricketers' Almanac. England, meanwhile, were hit by the news yesterday that their test skipper, Alistair Cook, has resigned after four and a half years and 59 tests in charge. A birthday and an obituary. Saturday will be the 80th birthday of former Barbados batsman Peter Lashley. He played four tests for West Indies from 1960 to 1966, debuting in the famous Tide Test at Brisbane. He averaged 22 without making a 50, but for his island, he scored over 4,000 runs at 49.1, with nine centuries between 1958 and 1975. But did you know that Lashley is also top of West Indies' all-time test bowling averages? In his fourth and final test, he grabbed the vital wicket of England opener Jeff Boycott, caught behind by Jackie Hendricks as West Indies won by an innings. It was only the third ball he bowled in tests. A couple more overs and he was taken off, finishing with the fabulous figures of three overs, two maidens, one for one. He thus heads the list of West Indies' most illustrious roll call of bowling greats, and his fourth overall in the whole history of Test cricket. Only New Zealand's Bruce Murray and England's Wilf Barber and Albert Hornby are ahead of him. All took one wicket for no runs. Peter Lashley later served Barbados with distinction as a manager, selector, board member, and he was one of Barbados's champion 1966 team, which was honoured by the BCA last December at the celebration of cricket excellence gathering at the Kensington Oval. And finally, spare a thought for the passing of former international umpire Lou Rowan, who died last Friday, aged 91. The Australian officiated in 25 tests and won ODI, the first ever played in 1971. A drug squad police detective by trade, he was outspoken and no stranger to controversy. He warned England fast bowler John Snow for intimidation during the 1971 Ashes and gave England no LBWs in the five tests in which he stood in that series. And he threatened to award the final test to Australia when England left the field after Snow was assaulted by a drunken spectator. In later years, Rowan called for the banning of both Mattia Muralitharan and Brett Lee as pelters, and he once described Australian captain Ricky Ponting as a smart ass. John Snow, in his autobiography, said of Rowan, 
I never came across another umpire so full of his own importance, so stubborn, lacking in humour, unreasonable, and un utterly unable to distinguish between a delivery short of a length and a genuine bouncer. Sir Don Bradman said of Lou Rowan that he had his profound respect and admiration. Bradman and Rowan were great friends and exchanged hundreds of letters. By contrast, Rowan admitted that Jon Snow was not on his mailing list. Until next time, this has been Around the World of Cricket with David Oram, coming to you from Thailand, where my wife Christine and I have been on a little shopping trip on behalf of Terry Bent. <laughs>